So something, a twig broke or something, and that little bear jumped off that bait and was 10 feet up in the tree in a matter of one second. I mean, it just did it and it was up, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, if I picture Mason trying to get himself up that tree, it wouldn't be a pretty sight. So that <laughs> fucking bear is strong. Oh, yeah. And those bears are skittish because those boars will come and kill them. Welcome to the Shoot to Hunt podcast with your host, Ryan Avery, a registered Democrat who loves the 6'5 Creedmoor. And the Jacob O'Shaney, his beard is made of the gypsy pubes. But together, they make the number four podcast in all of the US and they a great success. It is a nice. <laughs> it's, I guess it's not, not so funny anymore because I had you fucking order me a 6'5 Creed Mark. That, ah, hey, yeah. that's a good fucking place. So Ryan Avery sends a text yesterday Order me a Seiko 6'5 Creed Mark. Yeah, S20. I want to shoot production in the NRL Hunter, so oh. it's the easiest way. All right. And then I just ordered a 6.5 Creed Tika for him to take to shooting school. Yeah, we're Mason. full on. He fucking has got a few more days of Pride Month to get them. We got that order in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so the recording makes sense now. Yeah. I should have said Ryan Avery and Mason Machine. He loved the 6.5 Creed more. <laughs> yep. Person giggling. Yeah. Yep. If you hear that girly voice, that's my boy, Mason. <laughs> He's close. He's close to that voice cracking. He's almost there. 13 years old. Actually, so what? You turned 14 in November? Yeah. End of November. Okay. So that makes you 13 and a half. More over a half. Over, oh, okay. Is it like 0.6? (laughs) 0.62. Isn't that funny how every kid just wants to grow up as fast as possible? And then you become grown up. You're like, fuck, I wish I was a kid again. Oh, dude. I was like, I'm 46. I'm like, how am I 46? Yeah. I don't, I, to, me, to me, I think I'm 30, but I'm not. I remember when Mason was a normal-sized human, right, when he popped out. And from there, it, just like, it was like double the growth rate. <laughs> For like six months. Uh-huh. It's like a 200 and, what did you just weigh in at, 230? Yeah, a little less right there. Oh, it might have been 229. Uh, <laughs> 229.6? Yeah. 229-pound <laughs> 13-year-old. All those D1 schools better listen up. Uh-huh. Matter of fact, what, what weight are you trying to hit? You so, say, I'm glad you asked. Yeah. Because I weighed in this morning. Uh-huh. I'm still on my <laughs> I'm still on my goal <laughs> to do 180 by September 1st, so I better get on it. Yeah. But I weighed in this morning at a salty 214. Oh shit. So I, I gotta lose, what is that, 34 pounds? Mace has Mace has 15 pounds on you right now. Wait. I thought at one time well, you were like 240. Yeah, before like before we started going to the gym. And then now you've been going to the gym pretty much every morning. Yeah. Cut out the sugar. Yeah. And now you're a salty 230. Yeah. What's the goal? Just to be stronger? Or is there yeah, a way to get, get to? Yeah, just get stronger. Confidence. He cut out the sugar, but he increased the chip count. <laughs> Bulking <laughs> with chips. By, by, by the bags. <laughs> are, are, you, are you on a protein-like regiment, though? No. Well, I try to have as much protein as possible. It's the protein thing's a funny thing because some people say it's bad, some people say it's good, some people say that you need certain grams per pound, and it's it's interesting science. What mm-hmm. what what is what does your dad have you on? Well, they say when you're trying to bulk, you want to have the same grams of protein as pounds, but then um, some people like to do half the amount. But of is that I always wonder is that of the body weight you want to be or mm. the body weight you're at? There's so many different things to go off of. Yeah, I'm not a nutritionist. Don't pretend to be, but I always hear that like argument and. Mm-hmm. We do we do a scoop of pre workout. Here's the process: so we wake up at four thirty, 
my alarm goes off and I wake up like normal. Mason's alarm goes off four <laughs> times and he doesn't wake up. So then I wake up and go wake him up. And last time I just woke him up, the phone is actually, the alarm is going off and the phone, the phone is laying on his chest and he's knocked the fuck out, just snored away. And he had already reset it like three fucking times, right? So, <laughs> so I go in and I smack him around to get him up. And then he gets up and I don't know how he does it, but within 10 seconds, he's fully dressed out in the kitchen. I hear shit rumbling around. You know, it takes me like 30 minutes <laughs> to fucking it. just open my eyeballs. <laughs> me too. Yeah. So, I, so he's out 10 seconds out there and he, and he puts a scoop of pre-workout. So every time I get done getting ready, I walk out and says, where's my scoop? You know, and I go chug the fucking scoop of pre-workout. Then we go work out for an hour. We come back and then he mixes three scoops of protein for each of us in the, in the shaker bottle. And I drink that in the shower and that's, out of there. that's the process. How, how does that? Cause I remember my son, like I'd wake him up and then three seconds later, he's up and at it. Yeah. You like sleep in your clothes or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like you guys have no, I don't know. Maybe it's the older you get, the more your mind needs time to wake up yeah. <laughs> because I remember Lane, like I'd be like, all right, we're going hunting or we're head. He had an event and fuck dude, he was ready to go in like three seconds. I'd be bitching at him. We got to go in five minutes. And then one minute later, he's out there. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. Huh. Yeah. Well, why are you here? <clears throat> Uh, because I shot Barry's Bear Camp. That's right. We're talking about the Rockside Bear Camp. It's a annual event. I believe we started in 2015, give or take a year. It was six of us to start. And Who was the six? The six to start was me, of course. Kelly, my good friend Kelly Broker, Justin Crosley, Casey Harbertson from Mountain Ops, um, Jeff Brozovich from Long Range Only, and Billy George. So what happened? What happened to the the, f- the fourth and fifth guys there? Uh, Casey, well, Casey's Mountain Ops. They pretty much sold Mountain Ops and got out of it and haven't been hunting since. So I don't know what happened to them. They did put out some good videos for us, but mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I haven't associated with them, so I don't know. Oh, what really? They'll stay in touch with that guy. No. Huh. Um, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff is. <laughs> he's got a force field around him. Uh-huh. Bears hate him. Oh. <laughs> so Jeff is the most unluckiest guy I've ever met, Bear Honey. Okay. He uh, spent, I don't know, it was like 30 days two years ago, him and Ryan Furman, and I think they saw like one bear sighting. And it's mm. it's odd to me that you guys have been up there two years. and Three? three. That was the third year this year. year. There's yeah. always bears. Yeah. So it's, they just, bad luck, I'm guessing. Interesting. But it's... Uh, I saw him that first year mm-hmm. that me and Mace came up. Very, I saw him very briefly. Yeah. And he, he spent, I mean, they did, their, they did their due diligence. It's just bad luck. And, and it goes, sometimes it goes that way. I I don't have that kind of like bad luck. I see lots of bears. I passed up nine bears this year, but just nothing that was... As you started calling me the bear watcher. <laughs> that is that is your fucking new nickname for now. Because he comes back, he went he went bear hunting again with Tanya. He comes back with a video of bears humping on the screen. And, and one of the bears to me is a shooter. And, uh, and not for Ryan, though. No, she's like a five-foot sow. It's just their work either way. I want to shoot what I want to shoot. Yeah. Shot a lot of bears. I got a lot of rugs. I'm actually full-sizing that bear from last year, the red bear. Well, fuck, it was worth it. Yeah, so that's the biggest bear that I've ever shot so there's only so much room in bear rugs as you can see hanging on your wall from mm-hmm. you guys bears take a lot of room mm-hmm. and i already got a stack of the hides so it's like yeah and you know nothing i probably would have shot a bear but everybody gave me their bear i love bear meat and uh, everybody gave me their bear meat when they left oh shit so 
and I, we got to figure out a way to, to send Derek some Derek, the Peterson guy gave me his, yeah. um, Shane gave me his and I don't remember who else. I got three bears. Okay. So, well, if we deep freeze it and do a, a next day shipment, it should be fine. I've sent, I've sent elk meat. I've traded a guy up in Alaska for salmon and sent elk meat up there. Yeah. So yeah. that's, that's the reasoning, but getting back to the people, like we started the bear camp just cause you know, cabin fever, man, you're, you're, you hunt all fall and then you go through, like, I call it postpartum hunting depression, Yeah, you know, because you're 10 years stuck and you can do trapping and stuff, but it's, it's hard cause we're all busy. So it's hard to get it. You know, but I spend the winter months catching up and all the crap I didn't do in the fall. And then, uh, so anyways, it was actually me and I think Justin Krause were like, Hey, let's do this. Let's do this. Huh. And, uh, and so how did you know Adam before that? Uh, Adam went to school, grew up in post falls and I'd ran into him several times up there. And I, I, I can't say I knew him because he's quite a bit younger than me. He, I think he's like 32, 33. Mm-hmm. But we, I went to Post Falls High School. He went to Post Falls. He grew up like a block from me. I always knew who he was, but I started running into him in the, I guess, the late 90s, early 2000s. He used to, where he owns that outfitting business, he used to work for the outfitter. That's right. So I had always run into him up there. Yep. And uh, then we just kind of, we, we actually camped at a totally different spot uh-huh. the first year. And then the next year we moved close to him. And he finally came over and I, I said, oh, man, kind of knew who each other was. And he, uh-huh. goes, he goes, you know, since you guys are up here fucking up my spot anyways, <laughs> we might as well all camp together. Nice. And I was like, that's a great idea. And it's yeah. been beneficial to him because there's a lot of us that want to do our you know, freelancing. They want to do their own thing. But a lot of guys want to pay Adam. He is an outfitter yeah. in state Idaho. Yeah. Uh, it's called Crooked Arrow Outfitting. I believe, right? Crooked oh, Arrow. Oh, shit. I yeah, it's Crooked Arrow Outfitting. If you want to, you know, if you want a, a reasonably priced bear hunt, Look him up because he he does get people oh, yeah. a lot of bears. Does he have Does he have information on his site, or we should tell people information? No, he's he don't have a website. So if you guys want to be a part of, it's Adam Johnson. Adam Johnson right? Crooked Arrow Outfitting. It's basically a couple thousand for a bear. You yep. get maybe five to seven days of hunting. Yep, get old man. It's mostly baits. I know he will do spot and stocks, but it's a different price because spot and stocks actually takes a lot more time from the outfitter. So you got to get a hold of him, and he. Uh, this year he was not booked up. I don't think he wanted to be, but he definitely has room. Everybody kills bears. So I think he, well, the only person that didn't kill a bear was Aaron from Peterson Cartridge. And it, and it he did see some small bears. That's the thing about it is you will, you will have the opportunity to shoot a bear. It just nobody can guarantee what the size would be. No, you have, yeah. op- I always say you have opportunity. Yes. There's always opportunity there. It's up to you. Like I would be a terrible client. Yeah. If you guys happen to be interested in booking a hunt with Adam, you guys are welcome to email podcast at shoottohunt.com with all of your contact info, and we will make sure that Adam gets it. Mm-hmm. And uh, But that's pretty much the nitty-gritty of it. Cool bear camp, lots of good guys, a couple it thousand is. bucks, get a bear. And you have to, the only thing about his is you, it's cheaper because you have to supply your own food. He don't yeah, it's not with it. food. But if you come during the Rockside week, there's always shit going down as far as food is concerned. In fact, I, you kind of you like you do a little bit of foraging. Yeah. Yeah. I just go camped. Yeah. Like Crosley, they, they lock their doors now. Because <laughs> the bears get in. <laughs> <laughs> that, can be, that can be taken two different ways. What kind of bear camp we got going on yeah, there? Yeah. Uh, and it is Pride Month, you know, so mm-hmm. shit. Uh, <clears throat> the, uh, yeah, I walk around like Justin always laughs because Justin's super OCD and like he has yeah. this uh, Arctic Fox trailer and he'll go hunting and I'll go in and he always has candy and shit. So he has candy. Good. <laughs> so I always get in there and he's so OCD, dude. You move one little fucking thing on his table. He yeah. fucking knows. Dude, he, he is one of the most well-prepared guys. Like when that bear got stuck down in that, in that den, 
You know, he had a fucking manual come along in that trailer. Oh, I don't doubt it. He just, uh, Adam goes, somebody have a come along? And Justin's like, yeah, I do. <laughs> and if we didn't have that come along, I don't think that bear was coming out of that hole. No, Justin has been there, done that. He does a lot of hunting. So we're just about done with the with the bear camp video. It's going to be about 15, 20 minutes. It's going to come out on Tuesday along with this audio version of the podcast. Tuesday is, uh, it'll be Tuesday the 4th. I guess that's perfect. Yep. So on July 4th, if you want to see, we had a bear that got shot uh, and it ran down the side of a mountain. Everybody got up early the next day and Adam Johnson fucking with experience is this massive hillside and somehow he figures out this bear went in this hole and died. And he crawls headfirst into this hole and ties a rope to it, maybe 15, 20 feet in. And we used a manual come along on a tree and pulled that freaking bear out. And that's all in the video if you want to check it out. Yeah, I wasn't, I actually went home to get some pics. I was going to get Tanya. She didn't end up coming back. But, anyways, how far was it from where the bait was to where the bear went? We think, Mace, three, 400 yards. Yeah, four or five, probably. Actually, that seemed a little long. I'll just, let's just call it. Well, it 400 like, yards. It was, it was like and it was a big, steep hillside, right? So if you imagine that a bear on, you know, right on a ridge just bombs off the side, and you have this big open area, and you don't know what di- what direction it went. It was right at dusk, mm-hmm. and at, and they all go out there with a search party in the morning. Adam just happens to go right to this spot. I guess maybe he must have had one go in there before or something. And right, and I mean it was a den, but yeah. the bear, you know, we didn't. The bear didn't get killed in the den. The bear was killed up on the bait and then ran down, and and he goes in head. <laughs> Freaking crazy ass guy goes in head first looking in the bear den. Yeah, he he is nutty, and he's the he like he said he claimed he's probably the only one small enough to get in there because yeah. he is he's my height and he's about a buck fifty, <clears> buck sixty. <throat> but he runs he runs hounds, you know he runs cougars, runs cats, he runs bears. So being close to bears and cats isn't new to him. So. He has a ton of experience, and it's funny because I don't for the last two years that we went up there, I don't really remember bears being you know always having the death run. And this year, I guess because we were there more nights than we've ever been, mm-hmm. like we had, we probably spent a total of 11 or 12 nights up there and we got to see enough bears getting shot and whatnot that you realize that even on a really good shot, like Jessica shot hers from a blind at 30 yards with the rum, perfect double lung broadside shot had about, let's call it a three, four inch exit wound. It was a big enough exit wound where it was, it was spraying blood mm-hmm. and that bear still ran 40 yards and he had kind of a little area that I think he slept in or she slept in that was tucked up under a tree and made it back to that spot and died. But spraying out blood, it still ran 40 yards. Impressive. If you don't get a CNS shot, I always argue <clears throat> online, and I used to. I don't argue it hardly anymore. But if you don't get a CNS, central nervous system shot, and I don't care if you're shooting a 33XC or you're shooting a 300 Ultra or yeah. you're shooting a 6 Creed, they're going to run. Yeah. And you know the first the first couple years that Mason shot bears, I went back and looked at the videos, and unfortunately one was a headshot, so not that, not intentional. Was that where you're aiming? <laughs> Now's the time to come no, clean. Definitely tell your intentional. <laughs> tell, tell your story. Hey, I, I just didn't want it to death run, so you know I just wanted to drop it right there where it stood. <laughs> you're fucking <laughs> He's so good at 570 yards. He's like, I don't want my bear to go to where I'm gonna where, drop him. Where were you aiming? The ear. <laughs> I was trying to take that chick so, out of the air. Uh-huh. You did you did stone him. That was your that was his first one? That, no, so the second one he headshot, the first one I went back to and look at the video. It was a real neck. small bear, but he like high shoulder necked yeah. it and yeah, yeah, it yeah, just yeah. fucking dropped mm-hmm. and stayed. So so our entire bear experience was bears just dropping. 
And then this year, I got to see multiple bears die, multiple misses, and got to see the death run. And then as you watch more and more videos, you realize that no matter, like you just said, if it's not a central nervous system hit or a headshot, fucking bears are. Oh, yeah. Those headshots, the ultimate central nervous yeah. system. I mean, and then, but then you get to tearing them apart. You get to dressing them out when you're done you know, killing one and, and the, the skin is thin mm-hmm. and the body is so small. There's a lot of fur there. Right. But yeah. man, they are freaking tough. They are tough. And people think, uh, black bears. I mean, I have personally never shot a grizzly bear, but, um, that they're these big, tough animals. As far as hide wise, they are super thin skinned and they're small targets. Mm-hmm. They're, they're condensed box. And we, when we had Ryan Lampers on, I totally agree with, he says middle of middle. And I think middle of middle, especially, you know, if it's a hundred yards and in, most people don't miss. You know, now that I, now that, now that, yeah, where well, there was some misses that we're going to talk shit about well, in a minute, but now that we were sitting 30 yards from that bear with Jessica and I tell her to aim middle, middle, and then I saw what the bear did. I, if I really, if I had it to do over again, I would tell her to aim the same as a deer or an elk. Well, here's the biggest difference in my opinion is Ryan is never shooting them at a, most of the time, hundred yeah, yards never off close. of bait. Yeah. So he wants the biggest fudge factor. He also likes, it's a meat thing. Yep, meat thing. And he also wants the biggest fudge factor. Yeah. And he could be a little left, he could be a little right. Oh. To me, if they're 100 or 200 yards and in, I would I would also shoot them really tight to that shoulder because you're going to chance a clip in the shoulder and they're going to drop. I think next year we're going to change up our strategy a little bit and try and do that and then see what the results are and uh, see if we can get some more kill shots on well, video. Well, my second one with that XC blew up the front shoulder. Well, wait, let's let's, let's was, go with your oh. – we're getting into bear, we'll get into <clears> the bear get, kills now. Yeah. Let's hear let's – hear, because you were – he was the first and the biggest, first and biggest bear Mason shot yes, at bear Yes, of camp. the week, yep. So take us through your first bear. Well, when me and Luke went down. He's our camera guy. At first, I used the XC at 100 yards and missed him low. Then Whoa. thirty minutes later, he well, came let's, back. Let's 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 talk oh. about that. You got to give him the juicy details leading up to this. So what's what? Oh. How did you find the bait? How did it happen? So me and my dad were driving around, and Adam helped us out like with where to put the baits because we had never bait before. We basically, we spent three days driving around in the rain trying to kind of spot and stalk, and we set up one of our. If you go up there, you either pay Adam to hunt on his bait and then guaranteed to get a bear, basically, or you try and do your own thing. So we tried to do our own thing. The first few days it was raining, and we set up a bait like out in the open, and then we sat there every night and watched it, and not a fucking thing happened. And then we went and baited with Adam and realized our spot was horrible. Yeah, I'm like, man, we got to go learn some shit. So let, so we went and helped Adam. We went and looked at a bunch of his different baits and kind of saw what he was doing versus what we were doing. And yeah, we were all fucked up. Mm-hmm. So then, so then we found a new spot, and actually that morning my dad was sick, so he stayed back at camp. And me and Luke, how many that, days that, was your that bait was out? an evening? Oh, how evening. many days was your bait out? I think it was out one day. One day. So this is your first bait ever. Yep. On well, your own. first good bait. Well, right, but I mean your f- first bait you guys were in. How long to get hit? A day. Less than 24 we, hours. We set up this bait where there had not been a bait site set up in years. Adam said he baited there before, but it's been years. So and, we bait this tree. Okay, what did you bait? Well, uh, we used a lot of trail mix, uh, buttercream frosting. Go ahead. And then some some special juice. Yeah, Adam's got this fucking yep. super secret sauce. We're not going <laughs> to talk about it, but there's this shit that just brings them in. So we uh, we had that and those two things. And I think that night, I think that it got hit. Mm-hmm. And then... We didn't, have we didn't know because we didn't have a camera on it yet because Jess was, you were bringing up that camera from Jessica. Yes. Right. So then I just, I wasn't feeling good. I was, I had the shits. I don't know if I, I don't know what happened, but I got the shit. So I stayed back that evening. Luke and Mason go just to sit on the bait. Mm-hmm. And 
they were barely fucking there, and a monster at, fucking walks out. At six, the big bear walks out, Mr. Malo with the XC. And then, you know, of course, I think it's the gun, so I went and grabbed the rum. And then he comes back 30 minutes later trotting up. Well, let's talk a little shit about this mist because we oh. had this bait is set up so nice. It's probably like a three degree down angle. Yeah, you're up less on this. Than 100 yards. You're up on this rock cliff laying down with perfect fucking prone position. Perfect position. Yeah. And Mason is a good shot. So when he came back and they didn't tell me the whole story initially. Yep. They were trying to keep it a secret. They didn't fucking tell me. They just opened the truck and like, hey, look at our bear. So then Mason tells me the real story later. And, you know, it, it was and I'm saying this because it's basically to say that anybody can miss in a situation like that, because Mason is a great shot, killed animals at uh, almost unimaginable distances. And here he is at 100 yards with a giant bear in front of him. Huge target. And it wasn't the gun. Because you, know. you killed the second bear with the same yeah. gun. So it's not the gun. What do you think yeah. happened? I think it was nerves because I hadn't seen the bear that year, you know? It'd been a year. And then he was so close and never been that close. Uh, so. Did did you know when you broke the trigger that it was low? <clears throat> you said you shot low, right? Yeah, well, I knew I didn't hit him at first. Then we went down there and there's this giant hole in the tree. So we know I didn't hit him. <laughs> and did, then did it go off surprise like you weren't ready? I have no idea. I think I think okay. it was just nerves. I think usually when you miss, you miss high. So I it's unusual so. to miss low. Mm -hmm. There must have been. And the bipod didn't have a great spot to go. Mm -hmm. So we were kind of shooting off a bag on the well, front, like which is unusual. The bipod, it was on there, but it, it wasn't out. You just laid it on so the So what bipod. I think happened, and he wasn't loaded up the bipod properly, and the bipod slipped right when he was pulling the trigger, and it went, and the, and the front of the rifle slid down. I've seen a lot of people miss low, and they're just not ready for the shot. You know, yeah, they're like they're either they're not used to the trigger, which you are probably used to that trigger. It's just they're not ready. Low high usually is always a rear the rear bag or what do you mm -hmm. rear support? You dropped it, mm -hmm. so it's yeah. interesting. That's why I'm taking. Not to everybody yeah. misses. I miss your death. Oh yeah, obviously form form missed. Yeah. So I mean, experts miss. You know, so I wouldn't never know. So then I went and grabbed the rum. You know, of course I thought it was the gun. And then 30 minutes later, he just comes back. And, and that's what you told Luke, right? You're like, uh, Luke, I'm yeah. going to go grab the other gun because that bear's coming back. Yeah, definitely the XC. <laughs> uh -huh. And then he comes back. I thought it was a great shot, but there was not like a single drop of blood. No mm. blood at all. Where'd you hit it? It ended up being like perfect center center right there. It was. And then he ran, I would say, 20, 25 yards. But it was so weird. We didn't see a drop of blood. Yeah. There was just like a little tiny sprinkle. Well, this is normal for bears because their fur soaks up a lot of that blood. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why Jessica's was weird because it was just spraying. It must have been right in the right spot. But you had it. We had an exit, right? Yeah. Yeah. I Good imagine that 215 just fucking hold ass. Dude. Well, it only made it 20, 25 yards and balled up. You know, it was it was definitely dead. Well, and you take how the burgers kill there. It takes four to six inches for that thing to fully open. So, I mean, it's mm -hmm. halfway through that sucker. Mm -hmm. So it... Yeah, like we we're telling you. So this, what what we just described, that entire scene in a split screen shooter kill, all that is in the Rockside video, and it's yep. badass. And then the next day, we come back with my dad, Luke, and me, and there's nothing. Wait a minute! Back. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Oh, wasn't there like some manliness going on about hauling the bear out? Yeah, yeah. You know, average people just cut it up there, but some people just haul it out. Oh, whole. That, that was the next one. No, no, no. Luke, Luke carried that oh, one out. Tell yeah, the whole Luke. story. Oh, so he didn't want to tell about Luke's manliness. <laughs> yeah, <is> that <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Luke. <laughs> yeah, I didn't carry that one out. So, Luke, so Luke we, did it for me. So we, we team carried it up to the bait to get good pictures because it's kind of flat right there. Mm -hmm. And then once we did that, we we were doing it together. And then Luke just said, I'm going to throw it on he my back. He said together like four times before. 
together. Together. So on the on the Rockside video, Luke has this enormous fucking bear slung over his back, and he's marching it up the side of the almost, hill, almost in cowboy boots. In cowboy boots, and the big fucking bear head is right now. Then you get a sense of the size of the bear because the head is next to Luke's head, and Luke is not a short guy. It was a it, his head was massive. Yeah, we we rugged that one. That's the first rug we done. Like I don't like I don't look at bears a lot. I've seen a lot of dead bears, and when I looked out, and I was like, oh, that's that's a good Idaho bear, North Idaho yeah. bear. Because most of them come in, and as you well know, you've seen them. You've shot some. I've shot some. And you're like, mm, it's okay. But yours was... The word is dink. Yeah. <laughs> dink shoddy. <laughs> 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 There's going to be a new soft mount called shoddy in here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, so you got it to the truck? Yeah, we ended up getting a truck, and then we drove back, and there's a skit on there is going my dad he's like oh that's a huge bear because we came bear. back acting like we didn't shoot one yeah although there was blood all over our clothes and faces <laughs> fucking and little then, luke walks in the tent and wakes me up and he's got like rambo fucking blood on his face right i'm looking i'm like you got a bear and yeah then, we got a bear so then we open the tail he's like oh that's a huge dude bear. it had the whole ass into the bed was full of bear oh, i was yeah. like Oh, nice one. Yeah. Didn't yes. expect it because, like, we had just set that fucking beta. That's the best part is he was sitting there sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. So then the next day he comes with us and we go back up there. Nothing, though, with Luke. Nothing day three. Now, now we're trying to get Luke to shoot. Now we got a camera on the bait. Well, that so we, was day two, August shooting. So we had a sow hitting the camera. So then we go back up there day four. Yep. And we're watching for a while. And my phone's about to be dead and I need to put use the fucking olin deal to record it so i go up to the truck i plug my phone in i fucking fall asleep in the truck right i <laughs> wasn't like, i wasn't he, asleep wait, where's he at i wasn't asleep very long and bang i'm like motherfuckers so i go running yeah. down there right and i said well fuck all i gotta do is fall asleep and bears die well here's the best part me and luke were in cowboy i was in vans and he was in cowboy boots and both times the bear were killed yeah wow yeah. i got a picture of that Lucky. matter of fact with both of them lined up they're laying down next to each other on that little cliff right there and they got their shoes fucking next to each other <laughs> It's Pride Month. <laughs> it is Pride Month. The, the funny, I want to back that up because we had this long conversation with Luke before the bear hunt about, oh man, I just want to hunt with 30 30 spot and stock. Yeah. But once the bear was on the bait, it was a whole different outlook. Once he had the opportunity to kill a bear, he was killing a bear. Yeah. It's yes. funny how that works. And his, yes. his was a good size. You know, and, and talking about spot and stock, as far as like booking that with Adam or whatever, we've been up there now a few years in a row, driven a lot of miles up there, and never once, not even once, have we seen a bear walking in the open. All the hunting we did. Yeah. The time we get up there, in my opinion, it's better to spot and stock like the earlier part of May and late part of April. Because mm. once at North Idaho in general, there's so fucking many people baiting. It's hard to catch a bear in the open because they can just eat, go lay down, mm -hmm. eat, go lay down. So you don't see them in the open. Yeah. But right when they wake up and they're out looking for that initial feed to get yep. started, that's when you can catch them. Yep. Yeah. Before we left, there was this bear. <clears throat> there wasn't even any food. He would sit there and lay at the bait expecting food to just pop out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Yep. So he was a dink bear, though. With Luke's? No. The bear that was just laying down there. Oh, was it? So Luke shot his. Mm -hmm. Same thing third, with the 300 Ultra. Yep. How did, how, where did he hit it? His was a good oh, shot, too. His was too. a perfect shot, it too, was, yeah. And then made it a little bit further because I was there. I was there right after the shot. Yeah. And then we're, we're standing up on that cliff and we can hear the bear breathing just below us like it was dying. Mm -hmm. And you could hear it sucking in through the, like a sucking chest wound. <gasps> it was doing that and mm -hmm. did that for maybe 30 seconds. And then the sound stopped and we walked down and it was right there. Yeah. 
Yeah. It was probably like 30 yards. That like, was a sow. Yep. About through a five-foot sow. Through the chest? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, another good shot. That rum is a machine. 215s? Yeah. 30 cal? It is. Almost a good 6 UM. So we were basically done at that point. It was barely, you know, it was only a few. Well, we had already hunted three days, and then that was four days. So I think, Yeah, that was like, that was sixth day. Yeah, because you guys were staying for seven days, and that was like day four. Yeah. 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 And then <clears throat> you had the poop incident where one of the dogs had, <laughs> one of the dogs had had diarrhea and ran out in front of their... Right out in front of Jake's tent, and I walked out there. Look at Ryan comes in the tent, like walks me out there, and so he, he's walking me out to show me something. I'm like, oh, what are we gonna go look at? And he points to this fucking diarrhea on the ground. He's like, Jake, was that you? It wasn't. Just, it was like a spot, and then three feet, another spot. Got the walking shit. Three feet. There's another spot, and then there was like a big pile. There's you know, no toilet paper, but I had to say, Jake, what what happened here? Yeah, we totally should have got that on film because that because that'll tell the story. It's fucking it's hilarious. Was that you, Jake? Everybody's making fun of me because I had the shits one day. You was know, that you, Jake. Shit good lord. Good Anyways, lord. it was a dog. Yeah, but bear can't. So so bear hunting in general to me is pretty cool because it's not elk and deer. You're waking up at the fucking butt crack of dawn it's to get intense. into your spot in the dark. It's usually cold because of the season that you're hunting all that good shit. Bear is like you you, you sleep in, you wake up at eight or nine when the camp gets going. It's nice weather. Yep. And, and it's, it's not like, to me, bear hunting is, I mean, I guess it could be in certain areas. It's just not competitive. Like elk and deer hunting is not only trying to, you know, find the animal, but trying to beat other people to areas and you're trying to be the first one there. Uh-huh. So bear hunting's like low profile i have what what do you say what what does ryan avery say to the people that say i can't i can't believe you could kill such a majestic animal well i've shot a lot of bears and i used to cut their guts open all the time and look what they're eating i don't care if the bear is a dink you know like shorty like we're talking a three and a half foot year and a half old bear or the bears like like forms bear like like forms bear yeah had shorty I can't wait to get every time it does. We should put a fucking collar on it and get a tag that says shouty. <laughs> it sounds more worse than it is, but we're getting a soft mount. So it's like the, if you've seen the wolves that Jake has, they're soft mounted like a stuffed animal. Well, shoot a little bear. There's nothing else to do. Jimmy Tippett started it off. He shot Roxy, he calls her. Uh-huh. And if you ever hear the story and if you ever heard Jimmy Tippett's, we've told this story yeah. about how great big this bear was. Well, it was a three and a half foot bear and he thought yeah. it was a seven and a half foot bear. So anyways, he had to soft mount it. Well, as soon as Forum shot this bear and uh, we walked up to it, I was like, can I, can I have that? <laughs> He's like, no, it's my bear. It's, and, my, uh, it's my stuffed animal. I said, Oh, we got to we got to soft mount this thing, yeah. and I said we can put it in the shoot to hunt, and we can be a little mascot. Anyways, yeah. uh, where are we even going with that? I don't even remember now. Uh, well, I asked you. I said, what do you have to say to the people that? Okay, you know, how can you shoot such a majestic animal? I, I, I've shot a lot of bears. I cut their stomachs open when I was a younger kid. Everyone had hoofs in it. Mm. Everyone had sets of hoofs. Hoofs don't digest very well, obviously. So they probably don't come out very well either. No. <laughs> They're just kind of no, stuck. They, they, I imagine they have to just sit there and degrade. Yeah. Um, so every bear you see is probably killing fawns and calves. So to me, I mean, if you're a hunter, I guess if you're an anti-hunter, it doesn't matter. I'm never going to talk you into any of that. Mm. But I think like Disney, and I, I say that because my wife loves Disney, but Disney and all this teddy bear bullshit has got us to where people think it's like the people in Yellowstone going to try to pet a bison. Mm-hmm. Fucking idiots. I have no idea what they have, are. They're wild animals, yes. man. They will kill you yeah. in a heartbeat. It's, there's no circle of life. It's not freaking the Lion King. These animals are killers. And I don't care if it's a year and a half old, just out of, you know, just kicked off away from its mom cub or it's a 17 
19, 20-year-old boar. They're killing elk. They're killing um, deer. So to me, I have no problems killing them because it is a circle of life. We're a predator for a reason. If, if I gave Mason a BB gun when he's six years old, what's the first thing he's going to do? He's going to go out and try to shoot fucking birds. Mm-hmm. We're predators. It's in our nature. Mm-hmm. You can suppress it all you want living in a big city in the concrete jungles, but we are designed to kill and eat meat. And people say, well, there is something to be said about, ooh, I don't eat it, like wolves or something like that. Well, wolves are disgusting to eat, and they have parasites. Well, bears are delicious to eat, and if you cook it right, Luke, you don't get <laughs> trichinosis. <laughs> so that's, that's the thing to them is I'm never going to convince the antis, the people in the middle who I want to convince. And if you are into good conservation, you have to manage and kill predators. Yep. It's not Disneyland. And there's no fucking shortage of black bears here in Idaho. No. And in several places. Like, we're talking about going up and hunting black bear in northeast Alberta. Mm-hmm. The, the populations just get heavier the further north, north you go. You do. And you you got to believe the biologists of state Idaho, there's so many bears in the top 12 units of Idaho. They have a two-bear limit. And it's, and it's reduced discounted, yeah. to out-of-staters. So you can come and hunt bears if you want to shoot a bear. I think it's $184 for the license. And it's 35 bucks for the tag i think yeah for you and you can shoot two and so you if you were coming two. in from colorado or whatever and you want to come hunt with adam it's it's probably one of the cheaper cooler hunts that you do here yeah so you're into it for 100 210 you know you could if you don't want to use an outfitter but if you just want to come and you know try your bear hunting skills 210 bucks dude you're in the game mm-hmm. buy a couple wolf tags because we need to shoot some a lot of guys too. just drive forest roads and and spot and stock and if you hit it at the right timing like you said when they first come out you know you might get lucky yeah, and if you're going to come, you know, do some research and try to get away from the outfitters, you know, because that's, like it or not, the outfitters are putting out a lot of baits because they can. There's two, but I say that with the grain of salt because there's two huge outfitters. There's actually three, the only two that are really hunting bears, and we see bears every year. Mm-hmm. And not just one bear. Like I said, I had nine different bears I could have shot this year. Tanya went out twice, and she had five, four different bears she could have shot. Mm-hmm. So they're there. Mm-hmm. So what size bear you're willing to yeah. kill. And it's, I always say that I, if Tanya wasn't with me, I would have shot that. So, but it was her choice. It was her hunt. <clears throat> so, but I think if you don't kill bears, they're going to kill your elk and deer. And I think that in North Idaho, there's lots of predation. There's lots of cats. There's lots of wolves. There's lots of bears. So do your part, manage mm-hmm. that, manage that population. Mm-hmm. Is it, was it Washington that removed the spring bear hunt? Is that yes. right? Yep. And that was a totally non-scientific deal. It was all emotional. Uh-huh. They took out bear hunting just off of motion. The biologist said it should be there, and they have their little board of uh, game commissioners. And mm-hmm. I don't know. We should have uh, – I can't think of his name, but he wrote a book on bear hunting. We should have him because he's in Washington. He's in depth into that. Basically, what it sounds like, they have five commissioners. Three or four of them at the time were not exactly conservatives, and they voted it out on a motion instead of science. Mm. Hmm. And they they have it's weird as they have a huge their bear season starts early over there for fall it's first of August, and man they have some huge bears over there eating huckleberries and delicious yeah. yeah. So that was hmm. a freaking tangent, but so who shot the third bear? Was it Derek? Uh, I think it was uh the the guy in the trailer. Well, it was. It was- was Pop Pops the third? Pop Pops was third. That was the that was the den recovery. No, his uh, his son got one first. Rob got it first. Yeah, oh Rob yeah, got a yeah, yeah. Because Rob so Rob got it on the same bait that you shot one. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. And then his little his son Luke, he's like, yeah, my dad shot a very tiny bear. <laughs> so I helped actually go up and get that bear. And uh, oh, that's was, right. That was the evening. Yeah, it was funny because we go up there and 
I walked down and Rob had already drug it up to where you guys sit at. Uh-huh. And uh, I walked up and Luke, I think Luke's six, little blonde dude. He says, yeah, my dad shot a little bear. <laughs> and, then, and then you'd have his dad, Rob, tell the story. And Rob's like, he kept coming in, coming out. And every time he'd come back, Luke would say, oh, dad, that's a big bear. You need to shoot it. <laughs> so it's funny to me when I walk up, yeah. it's like hands on his hips. My yeah. dad shot a little bear. Uh-huh. Oh, How big was it? Uh, four and a half foot, probably. So Mason, Mason was almost a five foot sow shot in the same spot. He hiked that motherfucker out on his back all the way to the truck. Well, we just talked about it. He's two thirty and thirteen, man. Oh, yeah. The world's his oyster at the moment. Fucking beefcake. Yeah. So he shot that bear, and then pop, pop the, the den bear must have been after that. Yeah, the was den gone. bear. Pop, okay, perfect. Yeah. So then Rob, and then and then Jim. Mm-hmm. Well, in between there, actually, that first day we were there, Shane shot one. Oh yeah. Thought he shot one, so we went out the next morning yep. and, and tried to do a recovery, but we found it back on the camera. So then we left. Yep. And then yeah. he, he ended up. They shot one anyway. Oh, There's a lot of bear shot. What was the deal with the one? Because we weren't there for that, I think. What was the deal with the one they did shoot that looked like it had already been shot in the head? Oh, so we. There's a bear on a camera, and uh, Shane and Eric actually could have shot it and had a hole in the side of its jaw and had a hole in its arm. And we were debating whether it was shot or it was a bear fight. Oh, okay. And that, uh, I can't remember the guy that Jimmy brought. Anyways, they shot it after we'd all left. And uh, they determined that it was a bear fight. Okay. And those boars get after it for especially the first part of June, and they will just fuck each other up. And basically, his hole was so big, he'd eat food in the bait, and it'd fall out the side of his jaw. Oh, no. And he had a pretty good-sized wound in his forearm. And I wasn't there. I mean, when I saw the forearm, I was like, oh, that thing was definitely shot and ran off. But uh, I just saw this. Somebody, somebody recorded this lengthy grizzly bear fight. In Alaska, and I don't know if it's old or new, but I just seen it pop up on Instagram, and it's fucking brutal. The amount of power and what they're doing—I mean, just just gnawing on each other's backs and the yeah. speed and the—it's for- oh, just it's crazy. The, if you even go up to like, let's say Shorty on the form shot, dude, that thing would fuck you up yeah. at ninety hundred pounds. Yeah, they're just a little muscle. And he watch him like we, me and Kelly watch this little grizzly bear cub, probably hundred pound grizzly bear cub, grab this rock. This is ten years ago, and he basically picked it up and moved it. Well, the next day we walked right by there. That rock probably weighed three hundred fifty pounds, and he just picked it up like, eh, <clears throat> moved it out of the way. So, so me and Jess are sitting in that blind, and that first cub walks out, and there'll be some footage of this in the bear camp video too. It's like a, it's a blonde cub, and there, what, what would you say the length of those cubs are when they're a year and a half? Maybe, maybe. Three feet tops. Three feet from from tail to nose, basically. Yep. And Jessica's just fucking mortified, right? She thinks this bear's going to charge, <laughs> which it probably could charge her and fuck her up pretty good, right? But it's not. It's yeah. more scared. It's scared yeah. of a damn grasshopper. So something, a twig broke or something, and that little bear jumped off that bait and was 10 feet up in the tree in a matter of one second. I mean, it just, and it was up, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, if I picture Mason trying to get himself up that tree, it wouldn't be a pretty sight. So that fucking bear is strong. <laughs> oh, yeah. And those bears are skittish because those boars will come and kill them. So they got to. In fact, Adam had that shit on, on video. So his trail camera, it if you played each picture like you kept clicking forward, it showed a boar come in and it chased two cubs out of the tree. You see the cubs falling out of those two trees 
while the bear, while the boar is they in there. They fell like 15 feet and yeah. then they went up the next one. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, what you just said. Yeah. They don't, they'll kill them dead. So those things are sketched out. Mm-hmm. I just learned that too. So I was asking Adam to explain to me like when, when the cub gets released from its mother and basically they're born in January in the den. And then that cub stays with the mom through that mating season in June mm-hmm. until the following June. As soon as the sow goes in the heat the following June, so the cub is a year and a half old, that sow lets the cub go. Yep. Yeah. And the boars are trying to kill that cub the whole time because mm-hmm. so it kicked the mom back into estrus. Uh, or if it's estrus for bears, I don't know, back into heat. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. that little cub that we were seeing had just been, literally just been released from its mother. So it was fucking skitzy. Yep. Absolutely, and they don't uh, want any part of any other bears. No, and I don't know who was worse, the fucking cub or Jessica, because every every fucking sound we heard, dude, was a damn bear coming in to eat her. It didn't matter what well, it was. Squirrel well, would chirp. Squirrel would fucking chirp. It's ah, there's a bear coming. There's a bear coming. <laughs> when Tanya first started, I had a lot of blinds, and we were pretty close like that. When we first Tanya first started bear hunting with me, and I have a habit of falling asleep in the blind all the time, and it'd be like. <laughs> Did you hear that? And she'd kick me. <laughs> Did you hear that? And I'd wake up and I'm like, nope. Uh-huh. I fall back to sleep. Did you hear that? So I never, I never actually got to sleep because there'd be a fucking squirrel oh, and she'd kick me. I'll sit there play the after, after that. That cub was there forever. So you get tired of watching him at some point, yeah. right? So you get tired of watching the cub. And uh, I go down and play in this 3D match game on my phone. Mm-hmm. It's like this fucking game, dude. It drops all this shit in a big square and you got to smove everything around and, and find the matching ones, huh? <laughs> No. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't say the name of the game. I didn't say you the, just I don't, did. That's the name of the game. What is it called? The 3D match. Oh, well, that was fun. That took a lot of brains to figure that out. <laughs> so anyways, but it's fucking, it's like, it's addicting, right? So you're sitting there, I'm sitting there playing the game. And because Jess for the last three hours has not taken her fucking eyes off that bait barrel. So I'm playing the game. Well, now she's watching me play the game. And I just happened to glance up and that fucking Sal was sitting there. So the point is that she had worried about every single sound that we heard and that cub left and that sow came in and didn't make a single sound. Didn't even know they were there. And all we're worried about a sound the whole time. Yeah. yeah. This is pretty intense. Paws don't make noise like hoofs. And she shoots that 300 rum next to my head. And it didn't matter what ear protection I had on. I was ringing. I had powder in my mouth. And the fucking phone. I'm holding the phone up literally in the path of the muzzle brake port. And, and man, it was it was hardcore. Those TI Pro brakes work. Yes. Wow. Now we're building her a 6.5, so I'm improved with one of those Thunder Beast Ultra 5s on it, and that'll be her. That'll, that would be the perfect close quarters, you know, type of killing gun. That'll be perfect. Yeah. I, we did just order a 6.5. So I took a 7 PRC case. We necked it down to 6.5 and improved it. Yeah. So we have a 6.5 slash 7 PRC improved reamer coming. That'll be fun on our on our medium. That would be really nice. Mm-hmm. You could shoot a 156 really fast or yes. a 147. Yes. So that's going to be fun. So I think I think she's going to build the 6.5 Sum Improved, and I'm going to build that one. And then we'll see what we get for velocity differences. You get all that done, it'll almost be a 6UM. <laughs> <laughs> he loves the 6UM. <laughs> uh, so there we was that we kind of jumped around, but there was how many bears total? Six, seven? Uh, well, just between me, Mace, and Luke, there was four bears that died. Well, not me. Well, Mace and Jessica and Luke, there was four bears that died. So we left bear camp. We came back. We went and shot the Night Force Steel Challenge. Yep. And then after we came back, I took Mason and my daughter and, and Jessica back out there and tried to get the girls a bear because mm-hmm. neither of them had shot a bear before, and that was that trip. And uh, so it ended up on Father's Day. We sent the kids a different direction to a different bait than the one me and Jess sat on in the blind. They were at the 130, it was 130 yard shot. 
Like 150. 150 yard shot. Mm-hmm. And uh, the day before, Maddie passed on a good bear thinking it wasn't a good bear. And she was waiting. You know, she's. Were you with her? He what, tells what her to fuck? shoot it. I told her she to didn't shoot it. fucking shoot it. So she, I was just the problem is she she always wants more than me. So she wanted a bigger bear than me, and <laughs> I said that one's smaller. Sibling than mine. rivalries. It is. It is. So she passed on the bear. So they get back to camp that night, and Mason took had it all on video. So Mason showed me the video, and I look at Maddie. I'm like, that was a good because we just got done putting in like three days, four days of hard work, right? And finally a bear comes out. And she passes on it. It's a good bear. Like what are you thinking, right? So I said you're gonna go back there tomorrow, and you're gonna go kill that bear. So we went back the next morning and rebaited that site. And then we baited, you know, me and Jess sat up there and those two go down there. And then she misses it at 730 with the XC. Bear mm-hmm. comes back at 820 and Mason kills it with the XC. So technically it's kind of Maddie's bear, but. I would like she... to point out it was dark. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't even see the reticle. So like with with my bear, I shot in the head. I had to bring the gun up to see where the reticle was. And I brought it back down. That's uh... when the XC just blew all the guts out. Yeah, he hits this bear in the low chest, and in the video, it kind of looks like all the guts fall yeah, out well, on the ground. I want to preface this with you know with all the fishing game. Listen, there's a video evidence. It was still plenty of legal shooting light. It was oh just, yeah, oh yeah. No, we're oh, not. Yeah, we're, not we're not. We're not. We're not doing what we're not supposed to be yeah, doing. So I saw the video. It's it looked like the fucking guts just fall out the bottom of this bear, and then it so it comes through the whole lower chest, blows the whole lower chest off, hits the offside, breaks the offside leg, and it still made it ten yards. Yep, just machine. Yeah, people, that's people. I, I say bears, black bears aren't tough, but they are tough in the way of they they can skedaddle and they do have enough fur outside of a thirty three XC hitting them at one hundred fifty yards. They have enough fur to block up a lot of blood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you walked up to it, well, when I walked up, I thought it was a big bear, you know, because the day before it looked huge. Afterwards, you then think I it was wa- the same exact bear? Oh, it was for sure. Before that too. So the day before when she passed up on it, there was a small zinc one too. And it was so crazy. There was a barrel there and you could see his entire body in the barrel. Eating it was the crawling in the barrel. And there was still room in the barrel. Yeah. Oh yeah. That and was the dink The bear. next day, there was a different dink bear, still smaller, but I told her not to shoot it because it wasn't as big as the one. Yeah. So well, for me, so, so on Father's Day, it's out. 8 p.m. Just shot that bear and then we tracked it down. I hauled it up to the top. She got her pictures, all that. And then at the same time, Mason in reaches me bear down. So me and Jess are hauling ass on that side-by-side to get back to camp so I could drop the bear and then take the side-by-side to go help them get that bear out. So I'm hauling ass down the the road to the two-mile, just left camp. And I only get a couple miles down the road, and here's the truck coming at me. (laughs) And he fucking hauled that bear all the way out, put in the truck, and they were already almost back to camp by the time we were. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. And So my kids are 13 and 15. So my kids that are 13 and 15 drove my truck to a different bait. Through fucking, you know, cliffy hillside mountain roads, killed a half. bear, got the bear back to the truck, and we're almost back to camp. It was impressive. It was. I asked him about him driving on those dirt roads, and he's like, I said, were you nervous? He goes, oh, a few spots. <laughs> I definitely have a license. Yeah. So, yeah. Kids, so just so you guys know, kids at 14 and a half in Idaho, they can start to get their driver's training and then have a license by, I think it's 15. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's country roads. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. There's no video evidence <laughs> of the driving. <laughs> Otherwise, you just be like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh. that, and then me and Tanya went up and 
We saw lots. We didn't see a lot. Well, there saw, was a lots. shooter on camera. There was lots of bears. There was a shooter. Shot, I could have shot. You guys had, it'll be in the video. You guys had put up a, what the fuck did you hang the tree? What was that? So that, that was from Alaska 907 bait or whatever. Bait, and it's called 907 a, bait them. 907 bait them. It's called a, I think it was called a scent ball. Okay. And, but it wasn't a ball, dude. It was like, like a 12, 14 inch disc like that was four inches tall. Yeah. Like a cake, like a double layer type of cake. And it was like a solid deal with a rope on it. So it had about two feet of rope on the top of it. We tied paracord to the rope. We tied a rock to the other end of the paracord. We threw it up on a big branch of the tree, pulled the rock down, and we tied it up. It must have been 20 15, feet. 20 feet off the ground. Yeah. And then you got this fucking bear on video, climb the tree, and it's sitting there just eating the shit yeah, out of it. It's pulling on it like as hard as it can. I keep, man, if that breaks, it's going to go ass over tea kettle. <laughs> and he actually pops it in his mouth, and it comes apart. It's, yeah. What, what did it smell? Uh, so the, the one we put there was banana. It was like, yeah, it's like some honey-scented banana oak. Well, it's all edible. It's not like... In you my know. mind, I'm thinking, ah, there's no way that's going to get a bear. And then I let they go there, and I see this fucking bear hey. come on up, climb up the tree, and he starts eating it. It fucking worked, huh? At yeah. that point, yeah. the, the other one on the ground, I would have shot that one. Well, she climbed up the tree, too. <clears throat> yeah. 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 And then they were doing the doing the nasty for a while, so it was an interesting time. We got some bear humping on video. We got some bear porn. Luke's going to get it on the rock side video there. Yep. And then we could have shot another side. We could have shot a couple of sows or a couple of cubs again a chocolate and a black one oh. but I don't so know. if you're not subscribed to the shoot to hunt youtube channel there will this will be the first but there will be a number of hunt videos that everything that we do now we're going to record it yep good bad and the ugly yeah i mean you get to see mason so it's obviously the ugly <laughs> <laughs> idaho uh, is that it are we done with that i don't know are we, next year hey we, we're gonna do the we're gonna take a listener you how are we gonna pick a listener uh, we'll figure out more details, but basically we just decided that every year at Rockside Bear Camp, we are going to bring one shoot to hunt listener with us to kill a bear. Mm-hmm. And then we'll podcast once they're killed a bear. We'll podcast there at the, at the bear camp about it. That way it's a little more exciting. And of course, get it all on video on that good shit. But I think it's an awesome idea. Give, you know, people some incentive to. Yeah. We'll have to figure out exactly how to pick them. Have to be some type of contest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have to want to go. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't, uh can't be a fucking liberal <laughs> well maybe we maybe we try to get kids involved too yeah that'd be the best that yeah. mason like i said you can't go now mason yeah. yeah we'll figure something out but but mark our words yeah it'll it'll happen next year yep we'll start i know i have two, i have two credits oh, shit. <laughs> that's my phone going His off phone here my bad got all the <laughs> well, uh, if you guys are watching this on youtube there is a rifle in the middle of the table just want to review it real quick. We just got done building this for ADG Brass Atlas Development Group. So we have some a unique Cerakote pattern and colors on it. It's the ADG Orange, and it's kind of a triangle, uh, different random triangle pattern over an AG Composites chalk branch stock. It was in the uh, carbon paint-ready finish. It's a medium Vesper with the new Vesper bolt knob on there, 24-inch benchmark barrel, TI Pro Brake, uh, Unknown Munitions, Bottom Metal, and Mag. Again, on our Vesper, a medium can hold 3.400 inside the mag, and that is a 6.5 PRC there. So it's a very pretty rifle. It is. What well, You just said it, but that stock is the chalk branch? Yeah, AG Composites chalk branch. It has that raised up four in there, and it, it really is a nice. I like the way the stock feels. Me I too. do, too. It looks good. And... Uh, you know, AG Composites does a fantastic job. Between AG, McMillan, and Manners, it's pretty tough not to 
find something that you like. But do they offer it like in the toe part where it has like a no drop for a bag? Does it have a solid bottom? Uh, not with this raised portion, but they do have some other stocks like the K2 or the Alpine Hunter that mm. do have a flat bottom back there. Um, for me, it's enough. It's a good wide. It's almost like a chassis kind of section with a bag rider back there, but. Yeah, it's a sexy rifle. It looks like extra long in the butt. So I did just build uh, a couple days ago on our website now. If you go to unknownmunitions.com and then services, the top option is actually a UM gun builder. It's a logic form that I built. has drop downs with pricing, and you can actually build your own custom rifle on our website. And then once you get to the bottom, you can click submit, and we will get your request, and we will reach out to you and and kind of work through your details. But if you're just interested in trying to piece together a rifle and figure out how much it might cost, all of our all of our charges, all the chalk branch stock pricing, benchmark barrels, all that good shit, everything is in that form. So so take a look. You got Tika's in there? Tika is in there. So Tika is, is, is an action option. Look at this. Look uh, this. Yeah, if you're also watching videos, so oh, we just sent out shit. a Tika action for nitride for Ryan, and it fucking came back. It is smooth, way smoother than I thought. It is, and somebody asked on Rockslide to... Tilt it. See, like, if you get to slide, if you tilt it. Dude. Oh, you can just tilt a little. Butter. Who did this? Uh, BlackNitride.com. And you, they have have to, have, you have to shoot a hit a certain poundage number? If you just send one action to get nitrided, they charge 50 bucks. Just one one action by itself. And we did do the bolt housing. We did we disassembled everything, sent oh, it in. It's, it's completely it. nitrided. And, it, you know, I think we might end up doing this. So we're gonna we're offering Tika builds now. We keep Macmillan Game Warden 2.0 and long range stocks in stock. But basically, for $29.95, you'll get a Tika Action, an Ace Steel Barrel, an SS Pro Muzzle Brake, a Macmillan Game Warden, either 2.0 or long range stock. Uh, you get an upgraded trigger spring and you get it painted fancy for $29.95. So you get a custom rifle for yeah. $29.95. That's correct. 6.5 PRC. Seven SOM, 300 WSM, and six UM. Six UM. Is it are only you, short action? The six UM is is probably the one I'd order, but I'm just saying. But <laughs> are you going to offer that six five uh, six five? Improved? Oh, you know six I, five SOM improved? that six five seven six five seven PRC. Would that fit in? That would fit in there, huh? It's going to fit. Oh in yeah, because it's a three three fifty. You should probably put that and that six five SOM. Yeah, six five SOM improved. Yeah. So that that that'll probably round out. So so for those of you that know, I did learn. Recently, so Tika does have what they call a short and a long action. Yep. But it is the same fucking action. Yeah, it's just a bolt stop difference. The only difference just holding the action in your hand is the bolt stop stopping the bolt from coming back to a certain spot. When you buy the Tika rifle, let's say in 6.5 Creedmoor, it stops earlier when you're pulling the bolt back. And then the magazine itself has a spacer inside the back of the magazine. But the bottom metal and mag and the action are all the same. I also just learned that if you order the XLR chassis to go with it, it does. They have an option for short action and long action. Short action only uses short action AICS mags, and their long action chassis uses the MDT three five fifty mag, three five sixty. Three five sixty. So if you order the, like I said, if the Tika action is the same, even if you're building a Creedmoor, you really don't want the short action version of the chassis to me because you're limiting mm. your options in the future. Yeah. It'll still feed. So that's I have that in the six five U in the six UM. Yeah, I have the long action five sixty. Yes, and it feeds just fine, even though the the actual cartridge is two nine five. Two nine fifty long. You're yeah. in the long action in the long action XLR chassis. 
with the 3560 mag and everything works great. The only downside to the 5.6, the 3.560 is the fucking, they only come in five rounders, yeah. but Kinport King, I always say it wrong, Kinport, Kinport, Rif- Kinport yeah. Peak Rifles, yeah. he can make you three rounders if you, I mean, there is a up cost, obviously he has to charge you to do it. But you send him the MDTs, because MDT makes the bottom yeah. metal, or makes the magazine for it, he'll make three rounders out of it. The five rounders not horrible. But, it just sticks down. But someday. some states are are limited to three down, so I don't think you can even use a five round mag in some states. And this is just me. I use the the Kefaru gun bear all the time. Damn, that five rounder digs into me all yeah. the time. So yeah. that's the reason I hate them. So Kimport Peak Rifles in Idaho, he'll shorten it for you. But I think he charges a hundred bucks, and then it's a hundred bucks for the mag. Yep. So you're in it a little bit there, but it, you know. It's still a great option. It is, and I would imagine somebody's going to get off their asses and make some three rounders. Maybe <laughs> because Tikas are not getting less popular. Yeah, yeah. So what, every, uh, every every Tika rifle build that we sell is going to come with a Tika suck sticker. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes, definitely. And you have to put it on the gun. You do. It's part of it's the fucking. <laughs> it's, it's in the, the fucking deal. rules. Ten bucks, get it seracoded onto the stock. Hey, <laughs> we talked about doing that seracoding on the somewhere on each stock. But what does our uh, fearless gunsmith call it? Takaka. Yeah, Tekaka. no, he's calling it Takaka. <laughs> yep, that's a new sticker. Takaka. All right. I, if we can't leave without talking about rings. Oh shit. Because I keep getting hit up. So what is this is coming out July fourth. So what is the latest and greatest on the your UM rings and the Tika rings? Yeah. So that week, so the week of July fourth, the retail packaging will finally be back. We're actually driving over there today to approve the final print. Uh, but UM hinged rings that we actually put up for pre order way back on Black Friday. Believe it or not. Now, unfortunately, this is not because we decided we wanted to take a fucking long time to do this. It was because we went through seven revisions before I was happy with them. Right. So because of that, those are going to be shipping when you hear this podcast, either that week of July 4th or the following week. The following week after July 4th is when the Tika, the UM Tika rings will ship if you've pre-ordered those. The pre-order price will unfortunately expire at the end of June, which only gives you one more day. So if you wait until you heard this, then you're going to have the $130 price. Uh, we also have the the Tika level that also clamps to the Tika dovetail without a Picatinny rail. And then we're going to have the same version of the level in Picatinny. But uh, fear not, all the rings will be shipping when you're listening to this within a couple weeks. Yeah, it's not like you fold a fast one on them. They're not going to deliver. Yeah. I, to me, <clears throat> you've been pretty honest with the people. You wanted to get that hinge ring right. We learned a lot of hard fucking lessons. Now, we're very new to the manufacturing game. We're very new to the scope ring game and all that good shit. And we did a lot of the, it was the testing that identified all these issues prior to. So you're going to be happier with the rings that you get. But there's a reason why people don't do that hinge style a lot. You know, we made the Tika rings one revision and we got it right. One fucking revision, but mm-hmm. seven revisions on the hinge rings. And, and really had to do with like once you've clamped both of those hinge rings onto the rail. I didn't want any type of cam over action when you're closing the lids before you torque them down. Uh, we did big gun shooting, big magnum, so it had to hold a 33XC. We dropped the 33XC. Dropped it. We did We did everything that we could to make sure you're getting the best product possible and we're happy with it. So we did learn a lot of lessons. We definitely won't do any fucking pre-orders until I'm further along in the manufacturing process now. But the way the fucking long-range world is now, guys, like it, as soon as you decide you want to do something, Somebody else was already doing it or already in the process of doing it. So everybody rushes to announce something 
And like the Tika rings, like once we decided it, we there could have been any number of people doing Tika rings. We just talked about what other products we might do. And somebody said, well, why don't we make reloading dies? Well, I know of at least five companies right now all working on fucking dies at the same time. All of them. It's like the market is growing so fast. Everybody's rushing to get new products out. We're just trying to make good stuff for hunters, believe it or not. We're not marketing to the competition world or anything else. We, we're we hunters. We have hunters in mind, and, and we're trying to, like the XL versions of our bottom, metal, and mag, That that's something that was never in the market before. Tika rings that clamp on the dovetail, yeah, there was an option that's not available anymore, so mm-hmm. that was Ryan's passion. Well, we're not, in the, we're, and we're not in the market to go rip people off. No. So we're, we're trying to make stuff that people will use that's not out there, that's, yeah. that's not on the market. Anybody like, can just copy everybody else's shit in a big circle. And, yeah, like the fucking Jimmy. I yeah. mean, the people just copy shit, and they write it off as their own. Yeah. And that's irritating. Like, why didn't we have a fucking four-inch box yeah. magazine? Why? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jake came along and made it. Why did Tika not? Nobody wanted There's so many Tikas in America. Why do we not have rings that go right onto yeah. their rail? And it's big. I didn't realize it, but it's huge in the air gun world. All the air guns, which they shoot little pellets, I guess. Mm-hmm. All the air guns have the same. Basically, our rings will fit a 16 or a 17 millimeter dovetail. So almost all the air guns have the same integrated rail on the top of their air guns, and they can use those same scope rings. So we're actually getting uh, getting those sold to some of those guys too. Yep. Uh, anything else? Anything else? You got any parting shots there, <clears throat> Big Red? Give us uh, some words of wisdom, Mason. Maybe your best joke. You got a joke? Why didn't the toilet paper cross the road? <laughs> <laughs> because it got stuck in a crack. <laughs> <laughs> and that's... And that's the end of the story. If you need to get a hold of us, get a hold of us at podcast at shoottohunt.com or find us on Instagram at shoottohunt. And subscribe to that YouTube so you don't miss fucking hunt videos. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Our YouTube channel. Go subscribe. Yes, that's going to drop on Tuesday, and it's a badass video. It's definitely going to be worth a watch. And you'll see a lot more videos coming after this fall. Mm-hmm. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you.